Great Millennial Podcast. I am your host, Jaquita, and I am so excited for our topic today. We're going to be talking about, I'm going to be presenting the question of, is marriage really beneficial to women? And if so, how? Right? Um, This is so important to me because as you guys know, I am currently married. Um, I have, well, all of my close friends are married. And I just know a host of women who are married, as well as the fact that I am a marriage and family therapist. I work with couples. I work with single women all of the time. Um, And so I know that this conversation is not only from my personal perspective and experience, it's also from a professional perspective. But before we get started, I want to make sure that you guys have listened to some other episodes. If you have not listened to episode one and two, episode one is just talking about you know, finding yourself and how to make peace with yourself and how the best relationship that you'll have is the one with you because we really need to be intentional about, you know, our happiness with ourself, our self-awareness in order to make good partners and to be in a healthy marriage, it requires healthy partners. So that part is important. The second episode is about, it was an amazing interview podcast and I had co-hosts from two married couples and we were just talking about co-parenting with uh you know as a blended family and how that works for them so if you guys have not listened to those episodes please go back and listen to them or after you get done with this episode listen to them thank you and if not just please just share but i want to get into this topic today um and i'm just going to jump straight in because i've done research as well so i decided you know what before i get online and start talking about is marriage beneficial for women? I really want to just see what the research says. And so I pulled up a few articles and um, some, were, some were scholarly, some were .org, some were really evidence-based research, and some were just people's opinions of what they think marriage is like for women. And so the question in general that I Googled is, is marriage beneficial and is it beneficial to women? And mostly the question came up and the answer came up that marriage is mostly beneficial to men. And I thought that was very interesting. I, I, I realized that there has been conversation and especially religiously for people, um, there has been a lot of conversation regarding women needing to get married, regarding marriage, women needing to be married in order to live a healthy life, in order to do God's work, in order to, um, you know, prosper in this life. And I really do think that that is a time-based perspective of marriage and of how beneficial women marriages to women. I would say from my personal perspective that marriage is amazing. It really is a journey to have a relationship and be in relationship with someone who is supportive of you, who is um, kind, who is nurturing, who is your best friend, who you get to have fun with, but also get to the challenges with. It really is nice to be in that space with someone. I would say this though, as at the same time, from a both professional and personal experience standpoint, Marriage is very difficult for women. And I simply think it's difficult because depending on what type of partner the woman has, and I know nowadays, you know, men are are very different than our, our granddads, our, our dads, our uncles during, you know, the 50s, 60s. Men during that time were very, they're going to just work to provide for their family. It was a very clear structure in the household where the man works and provided mostly right not in all cases but then where the woman kind of stay home raise the children take care of their home cooks cleaned make sure everything was good there right both jobs are equally and very important but they were very clear um and with my parents my dad worked 
My mom um, stayed at home, but she also did work. My mom worked various different times throughout my life growing up, um, but she also had to stop working so that she can be home, you know, taking care of us, getting us to school, to and from school. My dad really didn't do those parts. And so he was really um, working all the time. He had other recreational things he did, but his his space and job in a home was not very present with us as children and doing like housework and things like that. I don't ever remember that aspect actually. I remember my dad cooking a couple of times, but other than cooking breakfast, that was really it. So I want to say this, you know, I, I don't want to be like, there's, there's not a gender div divider, dividers here. There, I'm not trying to divide anybody. That is definitely the opposite of my mission to, you know, bring marriages together, to bring couples together, to um, embrace love. And, but what I want to say is that I don't think that this conversation should really be about marriages. I think it should be about relationships because even though we say is marriage beneficial to women, in all honesty, I just really truly, like as I said earlier, think it depends on the type of partner she has. If a woman has a, a spouse, a husband who is um, very supportive, who is very, you know, in tune, who's very present with her and the children, who is, um, self-aware so he's knowing some things that he needs to change I think women mostly need supportive partners we need people to understand our own journey simply because women are raised to care for and support others and more often than men women will give up and dedicate their entire lives to supporting other people even their husbands even their children which oftentimes lead me to this conversation of is marriage beneficial to women because if She's supporting everybody else who's supporting her. And I think, you know, when men have this role of being a provider, that they solely, and this is from the research as well, and just listening to so many men from working with couples, men oftentimes think that their place is in the workplace, that their place is to provide and build wealth for their family, and which it is, you know, in some instances, this balance works. And we'll talk about that down the line. But I think at the same time, it often takes away from their ability to be present at home. It takes away from the, from the opportunity to be present at home sometimes because they're so focused on work and or they think that that's their only role. And I think it's so important that we as women, as wives, allow and let our husbands know like, hey, you are needed here too, you know? And I, and I am guilty of the fact that oftentimes I feel like if my husband is out working and I'm at home, mind you, I work too, but still, if he's working and he comes home, I'm doing my best, almost killing myself to sacrifice and take the load off of him so that he can rest when he get home. But I am not resting, right? Like I'm going from work to the kids, to the cooking, to the cleaning, to the washing clothes, constantly daily on a daily basis. But still, because I was raised as a nurturer, as a supporter, I want to make sure that he's good. But then what happens is that there becomes a deficit for me, right? I'm... I become emotionally unregulated. I become emotionally fragile and I'm, you know, all over the place. My needs are not being met. They're not even on the list if they're last on the list. Um, and so then I need someone to pour into me. And oftentimes we, we speak about, especially now in these times, self-care, self-care, self-care for the women. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. But we're not speaking about the emotional aspects of how am I going to be able to take care of myself 
and to, to pour into self-care for myself. What does that look like? Where do I get the space from when I don't have the village for my children? When I, when I feel so guilty for walking out the house without any of them, when I feel guilty for going to the store, when I feel guilty for buying something for myself, when I feel, you know, guilty to ask or embarrassed to ask for help, when I feel like I don't even want to ask my husband because I know he's probably tired and he's going to be yelling at the kids or maybe I don't want to ask him because he doesn't discipline them the same way or he doesn't, he's not as present so he doesn't know their needs as much as I do. So I feel like I can't leave. I have to always be here. There's something very wrong with women having to feel like we're always on the clock, like we're always very present. And so if we talk about is marriage beneficial to women, and it's so important that I, I recently posted this post on my Facebook and it said, you know, and I was just jokingly talking about how me and my husband discussed getting separate houses. I was like, hey, baby, you want to get a separate house, together? you know, because, and still be together you know, in our marriage, but just live separately so that you can get the kids for one week, I get them for one week. So that we can have time to ourselves, so that we can have time to grow, to, you know, build our careers and to just breathe, right? To live and to feel like a human again outside of parenting because parenting is hard as shit. So we, I post that and a lot of people responded, you know, with the same annotation that they too feel and thought about. And, you know, it doesn't sound like a bad idea to live separately, to take turns with the kids. And I think that's simply most women saying that because we feel so heavy. We feel so alone oftentimes in this work that we do as as wives, as mothers, as domesticated, you know, beings, we feel extremely heavy and we often feel alone and like there's no relief. And I, I will say this, I think for me, just in my personal relationship in my marriage, I try my best to get my husband releases as much as I can, making sure that I close the door so he can sleep, making sure he gets to sleep in a certain time, making sure, you know, his naps are or uninterrupted me and my husband can be taking a nap at the same time and in the same bed and guess who the kids come to, to bother 17,000 times during their sleep to wake up it's me right so if my sleep is not good if my sleep is not consistent and healthy and then I have to wake up and still tend to the children and work and do all these other things you know I'm not really getting the rest and I honestly feel like when I'm dysregulated my husband is dysregulated because he feels my emotions are heavy but he oftentimes don't know how to help and I think too we have to be honest and say that not all the time, and I, and, I, and I talk to many women about this, I don't think that husbands are malicious. I don't think that men intently, like, just don't support their wives enough or don't be there because I don't think they know how. Men were not taught, most men were not taught or did not grow up um, thinking about how to support others in the way that women do, like emotionally, well-being. They're taught to provide, to go out and make something of yourself so that you can raise a family. Um, but they really weren't even, if you think about it, they weren't really even taught the financial aspect of managing money so that you can build wealth to take care of your family way past the time that you were present on this earth or way past the time you stopped working. So if we think about it as very superficial, the things that we are taught, because even as women, we're taught, hey, let's be supportive. We're nurtured to be supportive for others, to think about how we raise our families, to take care of our home. It's almost that our homes and how tidy and neat they are, how well-managed and behaved our children are, how happy our husband is and how faithful or whatever he is, is dependent upon how good of a wife we are. Which, if I look at all of that today, that means that I've killed myself. Because, and that means that most women are killing themselves trying to be great at every single aspect of their lives. That's very heavy. And so when we talk about is marriage beneficial for women, 
we have to ask ourselves what type of partner does she have right like is she, does she have someone who's supportive who's in tune who's present and knowing what present mean i mean men have to know that being present is not just like oh because you here and you show up every day or we sleep in the same bed every night it's knowing when the last time the kids had a bath and when they need one it's knowing what's in the refrigerator sometimes so that you know if you go to the grocery store you don't have to keep calling me seventeen thousand times to say oh what do we need it's um, knowing that the kids need a doctor's appointment every year and maybe you make it or maybe you don't, but it's being present by knowing things that I don't have to tell you. When I say I, I mean, as a wife, as a woman, that your wife or woman does not have to tell you all the time, do this, do that. And I think that's the relief that women need is the support of the weight of the household, the weight of all the things that are silently being done that she does not speak about. And so when we think about this marriage being beneficial to women, women nowadays and the women I know, including myself, we are working, we're building businesses, we are entrepreneurs, we are, you know, CEOs, we are making six figures, five figures, four figures, it don't matter. We are making money. We're working outside of the house, raising children and trying to maintain a clean and tidy home and trying to make sure our children are well educated. It is a lot. It is very heavy. And I often don't feel like men understand a lot of the times the weight of what their women are carrying. It really takes a man to be in tuned. It really takes a man to be very present and intentional about knowing what his wife or his woman is carrying and knowing how he can show up for her, asking her, what can I do for you? Women often feel really guilty about going away to get time to themselves. So as a husband, one thing you can do to be supportive it's like, hey, let me take the kids and you go do your thing. You go to the spa or you go to a hotel for a day or for a weekend. You go, you know, get coffee. My husband said to me the other week, and I just thought this was amazing. He knew I was stressed and I was going through a lot. I had been here with the kids because I'm working from home and with my children here. And so he was just like, you know, hey, I, you need a break. I see you stressing about all these other things. Go ahead and go to, to Target um, by yourself. Go buy yourself something. You know, he gave me a little budget, like spend $25 or $20 or whatever. I ended up spending like $25, $27. But um, he was like, go do your thing. Go buy something that you need or just get, you know, a Starbucks drink. That was everything I needed. That was supportive. And that's what women need often is to know that someone else is caring about her well-being outside of what she can do for them. Outside of, oh, do the baby need diapers? Oh, what are we going to eat today? Oh, what kind of outfit should I pick out for them? Like, nobody want to keep being asked all that without someone thinking about, oh, dang, are you okay otherwise? Are you doing well as a person? Is your being healthy? Is your emotional state healthy? Are you good inside? Are you happy and joyful? Are you doing the things that bring you joy, bring you peace, that makes you feel alive? And I, and I think women get into this cycle and men get into this cycle. Equally, we are both responsible for getting into a cycle of, you know, oppression for women and enabling in some sense for men, enabling women as well to continue to be in this role of constant work. This is not to say that marriage can't be beneficial or, or that marriage is not beneficial for women. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it depends on the quality of the marriage, quality of her partner to be in tune, his ability to be supportive, to listen, to be there for her emotionally. And if you don't know how to do this as a man, I will encourage you to first listen without without trying to fix and i would encourage you to listen without internalizing what you don't do and what you haven't done and what you can't do right i think for men because you guys are tied to like 
you know, money is like tied to your worth or how much money you make or, you know, the success you have financially is tied to your esteem. I think when you hear your woman say, you know, oh, I can't do this or I need this. You think money, money, money. Oh, if we have money, then we can hire this person help. If we have money, then this might be an issue. If we have money, you know, sometimes that's the issue. But money is not the answer to everything. I mean, it will solve a lot of things to not have to be able to do a lot of things. Can hire help to clean, cook, all those things, of course. But what she need mostly is support emotionally. What she need, you know, most is relief from being on duty all the time, from having to think about you all the time, from having to think about the children all the time. This is to the men and to the, the women and men who are the women and men spouses of wives. This is what I'm saying. Be more in tune and support her emotionally. Give her physical relief. Take the kids somewhere. Have somebody watch them. Um, it's so interesting because I've been thinking about romance and like maybe I'll talk about this in another podcast, but it's so funny because I, I, I think my ro- my idea of romance has been redefined and I have, you know, identified differently the, what a romance means to me now. And really it means washing the dishes for me. It really means, you know, doing the laundry so that I don't have to. It really means taking the kids outside to go play while I'm sitting in the house doing nothing or watching TV on the couch. It really means, you know, letting me and telling me and giving me permission almost to say, hey, babe, it's okay. Go out there and do something for yourself and we will be okay. I got the kids. I got myself or I will be fine. I want you to go be happy. Women honestly need permission from their spouses to do things that are outside of domestication, (laughs) if that makes sense. We need we need permission to think about ourselves. We need permission to take care of ourselves. We need permission to that what our needs are, are not selfish and that they are valid and they're justified and they're deserving. We need that. And so would I say marriage is beneficial to women? I would say yes, when it's healthy, when the spouse is supportive, self-aware and willing to change and willing to contribute to the the weight of what she's carrying. Um, But if not, then no, and I think she should leave. I, I don't think a woman or anybody, a man or a woman, should stay in any relationship just for the sake of marriage or just for the sake of the children, which I still understand um, because we all want our children to be good, but I don't think that people should stay together if you're not feeling supported and if you're killing yourself. I don't think that. Um, and that goes for women and men. I think there needs to be some type of conversation between both spouses on the workload in general, the work outside of the house, and the work inside of the house, the work with the children, how can we divide this thing up? Or at least how can I have tons and tons of breaks so that I can recharge myself to be ready because for the next day and for the continuous work that we do raising children and maintaining a home? I hope this makes sense to you all. It really is such an important topic. There's so many women suffering um, from depression simply because we are burnt out, simply because we are torn down, simply because we are feeling stuck not feeling supported, very lonely, and oftentimes don't feel like the understanding comes, like like our spouses do not understand or validate. And I, and I would say this to the women listening, the wives, like don't expect all the time your spouse is going to understand and validate your experiences. They're not. I don't think that men completely understand the load of what it is to be a woman. Just like sometimes we don't understand the load of what it means to be a man. There's some aspects that for my husband, I won't even, I don't even get, I don't even understand. All I can do is listen. All I can do is try to be as present as I can. I don't try to fix everything for him. I ask. I try to ask him what he wants and needs. He asks me, 
And when he gives it or when he offers me what he needs, I don't try to listen for what I'm doing wrong or what I'm not doing right. And so I would say that to husbands again, don't listen for what you're not doing right. Don't internalize it. Don't be, don't play the victim. Like, listen, because it's not about you. I like lately I have been just accepting things like you said I do that. Okay, I do. I do. And let me just fix it instead of trying to justify it instead of trying to explain even for me as a wife, if my husband say, dang, we haven't had sex that much. Okay. I used to try to justify it. Okay. Cause I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm doing this. Da, da, da. But instead I say, you know what? I want to make this marriage healthy. I want to make sure I'm healthy. And I know that when I'm good, that everybody else in this house is good. So I'm going to accept that I haven't been on top of sex. You're right. I haven't been doing my, doing my thing. I will be more present about that. And what I start doing from there is like, I start asking him for help. Oh yes. Can you go to the store for me? Oh yes, can you cook this meal today? Cause I cannot do it and I don't feel like it and I need time to rest. Oh yes, can you take the baby in her bed? Because I done got up 17 million times since she'd been born and I'm not getting up tonight. You know, those things, eliciting help um, and not doing it in a resentful, bitter manner, but in the fact of, you know what, we in this together and knowing as women, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to be everything to everybody all the time. You get to have a time off. You get to say, no, I'm tired. You get to say, you know what, somebody else going to do this. You get to do that. We have to allow ourselves rest. We have to allow ourselves time off, not always be turned on. I mean, like, like the switch on, not like sexually. But if you do that, you can be more present in other areas without any excuses. Because, yes, the excuses are valid. But at the same time, if you want things to be good and copacetic in your marriage and with within yourself and with your spouse and with your children, we got to stop with the excuses and we have to start making the changes necessary to push our family forward, to fit, to push our esteem, our confidence, our value, our peace, our joy, um, our happiness, our love for ourselves within and for others. We have to push the agenda forward and what needs to be done and do it. Okay. So I want to say, again, do I think marriage is beneficial to women? You already heard what I said. Yes, it can be. It depends on the spouse. Can it be beneficial to men? All the time, mostly, unless you have like a really bad partner, which I think in most cases is kind of rare. And I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm, I work with populations of uh, couples, heterosexual and um, same gender marriages and couples who this is the issue people you have to be on the same page you have to communicate you also have to compromise and talk about what your needs are and be open to what your partner's needs are and be open to the fact that you're not meeting them okay I can do better not take it personally and internalize it but just to be on board so that you guys can be pushed in the same agenda which is to have a healthy happy marriage and so when I said earlier that this is not about marriage I don't think you necessarily need to be in a marriage in order to be happy or in order to have these type of problems in your relationship. I think overall being connected and having a healthy, happy relationship is important. And I would say if you're not in a healthy relationship, if your needs are not being met and you're constantly speaking about them, it's very difficult to be vulnerable. And I will talk about vulnerability in another podcast. It's very difficult to be vulnerable, even if it's with your spouse or someone you've been married to for a long time. So don't think that it's just you, it's not. It's hard to talk about things that are matters of your heart or your emotions with anyone because you don't want to be judged. You don't want to have all of your wounds open to say, hey, this is how I feel because we just don't. It's difficult. There's a lot of shame, guilt and embarrassment there. Um, but I just want to say that it's important for you to be vulnerable and speak your truth. Say what you need to say. But for relationships in general, 
You don't have to be married in order to achieve connectedness and healthy relationships. You can get this from friendships. You can get this from siblings and family. You can get this from um, multiple different ways. You also don't need to actually get married if you don't want to. You can live a long, healthy, happy relationship without the title of marriage. I think that's just the legality of things. But to have a healthy relationship, a stable, happy relationship with a partner who is supportive emotionally, physically, and mentally, who's present, not just there in their body, but who's there matching energies with you, who's there knowing you, who, who can guess some of your needs. Not all the time, because we still need to tell people our needs. And y'all know I have to do all these disclaimers because I know I don't ever want to seem one-sided. I have to make, bring balance. And that's my job, right? Because I, I am the relationship therapist. So I want to bring balance to all of this, but I'm just saying... Be be mindful that you want someone who's present, who can, I don't know, sometimes guess your needs or sometimes know what's not being done and jump on those things without you telling them all the time. So I am so grateful for you guys. Thank you for listening. Again, if you have not listened to my, my old episodes, go back to one and two. Um, I am going to be uploading episodes monthly. I tried the week thing, but the week thing is so demanding and so much for my life. Raising three, three children with a private practice and doing other things is very difficult so i am going to be uploading a podcast every month um i guess if i do an extra one that's just on me right that's just a gift hello but other than that i am so looking forward to hearing from you guys hearing your feedback and perspective i really hope that this was helpful to someone um i really just think that we all need to be realistic and honest about our conversations the state of our marriages is very serious and we really need to pay attention to them because there are plenty of people married but there's not a lot of people who's happily married and especially women. And it's not because we have bad spouses. I simply think it's because we're not getting the support that we need from our community. We're not getting the socialization. We're not getting the support that we need from our spouses, the understanding because men were raised differently. And so I think we all have to do some internal work. And so for to you men who are married to these wonderful, amazing women, I'm sure you have an amazing wife. And I don't want you to think that it's everything of you that you're not doing That's the reason that she's not happy. Again, give her permission. Help her to do the things that just bring her joy, that just make her feel young and free again. Help her to do the things that, you know, bring her peace. And that's outside of always caring for you and your children or just you or, you know, work, even if she's working and she's constantly stressed about that. Making sure that, you know, you bring in some other type of joy and experiences for her to let her know that her life matters more than just what she does for others, okay? So if you can keep that in mind, you guys will have successful, happy relationships and marriages. It would be beneficial to all parties. Men, you know your wives are taking care of you in all aspects, and she can take care of you even better if you take care of her. So I will just say, do your duties. As you all know, you guys can follow me on my social media pages. I am on Instagram at TheMaryMillennial underscore. You can follow my YouTube page at TheMaryMillennial. I am also, um, I've started a Facebook page called the Married Millennial Podcast. If you want to join that, please do so. I will be posting more content there. Of course, leave a review. If you leave a review, I would be so excited. If you can leave a written review, that would be amazing of your perspective or just to have a conversation. Even if you share this on your social media for someone, just do so. I love it. And again, if you have any concerns or questions or if you have a topic or you want to be a guest on my show, um, please email me at bdfmtherapy at gmail.com. I'm sorry. So if you can email me there or if you can message me and direct message me on one of my platforms, that would be amazing. I'm looking forward to talking to you all. 
and I am also looking for guest speakers for my next episode and so I will be posting that so if you want to be a guest please let me know um have an amazing day and thank you for listening to the Married Millennial Podcast peace out Thank you.